welcome, you know the drill, episode, I believe, 91, are we there? Episode 91 of the End of the Woods podcast with your host, your fantabulous host, angry white guy, guy with a lot of opinions, got a whole lot of opinions, dude, whole lot of opinions, uh, it's Ryan Woods and this is the End of the Woods podcast, uh, angry white guy complains about stuff that doesn't affect him. Uh, that's what this one could be called, or it could be called uh, the episode where Ryan's just going to complain for 30 minutes, and then hopefully uh, things will be better. Somehow he will fill the void in his life. So follow me at all the links below. You know the drill. Uh, 91 episodes into this thing, dude. I think I'm I think I'm ripping. I think we're getting to the stage of the podcast where, dude, I mean, am I a professional? I'll never be a professional. I feel like we should... Never call me that. Uh, what's going on, dude? How was your weekend? Huh? How was your weekend? I had to go to the UPS store this weekend. And dude, didn't do that's. Let me tell you something about the UPS store and the United States Postal Service. So first of all, I had to mail my taxes. Backstory. I had to mail my taxes. Somebody messed something up. Not a big deal. Told them not to mess it up. They still messed it up. Not a big deal. Not a problem. Okay, I could I could just mail it out. No big deal. I'm like, all right. So I have envelopes and stamps, but I can't get the paper in the envelope because I don't know. I just suck at folding paper. So I, I just am like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to go to the UPS store. Maybe they'll be able to help me. Uh, so I go to the UPS store, and there's this lady behind the counter. It's a young lady. She probably is in her mid-20s, my age. For those who don't know, 23, so just my age. And so we're, I'm there, and I'm the only one in there. I'm like, great, I have a bunch of questions. Like, I don't know where the address is for one of these uh, places i got to send these to. So you got to send your state to return to Columbus, right? So as I tell her what I need to happen, people just flood the store. They just flood the store. Like, seven people walk in. It was a family of like six, and then this old lady just basically walks behind the counter, drops a package, and stands there with her arms crossed like she's going to say some shit. And so the lady is working with me, and she's she's getting my information and whatever. I don't know. She need my driver's license for something, probably to steal my identity. And she goes, and the lady's just standing there. She's like, oh, you, if you want to take a picture of your... You know, she's standing there. She got the pack. She's got a she got a return label on the box, and the lady's standing there with her arms crossed, tight haircut, so you know she's in a bad mood. And she's like standing there, and the lady behind the counter goes, "Oh, you can go if you and you can just take a picture. You don't need a receipt or anything, do you?" And she goes, "No, no, I don't need a receipt." Okay, you can just go. Then she's like, "I can go." Yeah. Okay, you're all set. And then this lady just storms out. Like, why are people so mean at the UP? Whatever. Not important right now. I needed to send my tax return. I needed to send one to the Columbus P.O. box, which is hilarious. So I sent them down to Columbus. She's like, okay, that'll be $16 to get there by Wednesday. I'm like, oh, okay, $16. And then, I'm, and then I beads of sweat, dude. Just beads of sweat start happening. Because I'm like, oh, no. This federal one has to go to Fresno. First of all, Columbus is a city people move to. Where I'm from here in Northeast Ohio, people move to Columbus and then say they were gonna they move to a big city, okay? Like they wanted to end up in New York or Chicago, and we're like Columbus. 
Yeah, I, I would have made it to New York or Chicago, but I'm also poor. And I'm not about it. You know what I mean? Fake big city. Whatever. So I send it to Columbus and then Fresno. I don't even know where Fresno's at. Where is Fresno? Does anyone know where Fresno is? Uh, where? And I'm not going to update. I'm not going to update, you fucking son of a... Where is Fresno? Where is Fresno? Not Fresno, Ohio. Fresno. Here we go. Is it Northern California? California. It's got to be Northern, right? Map. Give me a map. Give me a map, Google. I want to know. I want to get this right. I want to goof on Fresno, Google. Son of a bitch. Where do I... How do I zoom out? Zoom, 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 zoom. (laughs) Yeah, Fresno. Actually, it's in the middle. Damn. Like, the people that wanted to end up in San Francisco were just like, I guess guess we'll just move to Fresno. (laughs) It's not even near anything, dude. It's... You're basically in Utah. Or Nevada, right? What's over here? I can't zoom. Uh, yeah, you're basically in Utah. Get real. Or Nevada. I don't know. Whatever's over here in Death Valley. You're basically in the Sierra National Forest in Fresno. Nobody actually lives in Fresno. That's that's my goal. I don't know why the IRS is in Fresno. I don't know why it's important to the story. But anyways, I'm freaking out because it's $16 to get these pieces of paper to Columbus. I'm like, I can only imagine it's going to be a million to get it out to Fresno, right? And so the lady goes, okay, if you want it there by Tuesday, you know, she measures it. What's up with that? She measures it. Okay, if you want it there by Tuesday, uh, it's going to be $72. Let me repeat that, dude. She said, if you want it there by Tuesday, it's going to be $72. And I go, or, and she goes, or Wednesday for 13. Oh. Why even say the first one? Why even say it'll be $72 to send it on? Why would I want it to get there a day early? You think I have trust in the government to get my stuff done that much faster? $72? What kind of ruckus are they are they doing over there at the UPS store? And then I tell Dana, my lovely girlfriend's mother, I tell her this exact story, and she goes, why didn't you just drop them in a mailbox? Why didn't you just drop them in the USPS? And Dana says the same thing, and I go, hey, man, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought we were on the same page. And she goes, Dana's like now giving me the riot act like she's my mother. She's going, you could have asked for help. Why don't you ask for help? And I I thought we were on the same page that I have no idea what I'm doing. I thought you knew that I had no idea what I'm doing. I thought we all just knew. Like if you listen to this podcast eight and a half minutes in and you're like, oh yeah, that guy, he's got no idea what he's doing. Like if somebody asks you, what, what's, what's up with Ryan Woods? What's, what's he got going on in the podcast? Oh, we don't know. He's just talking. It's just this manic state he's living in for the next, for 30 minutes a night. He has no idea. He's just, he's just flying by the seat of his pants, I guess. 
He's complaining about the UPS store. So for the fact that she would think, I know what I'm doing, added insult to injury. I paid $26, which doesn't make any sense. I think it was $28 after I got like this little, because I had stamps. I was like, does these help? And she goes, no, get those out of my face. And she slapped them out of my hand. I was like, oh, my fucking little stamps that I have to give back to my friend. I didn't even buy the stamps. So, I mean, that's a win. I could have bought postage. What a fucking loser. This would be awesome where I just break into a stamps.com ad. Give them a little free ad read. Just be like, yeah, you know, this would never happen. Has this ever happened to you? This wouldn't have happened. If you would have used stamps.com. Uh, I'm not. If There's a free ad read. They're never going to hear this. Uh, yeah, man. That's what I did this weekend. What did you guys do, huh? I had a friend to get a riding lawnmower. What's up with that, dude? You know? Why? Why do you need to ride around? If you have less than an acre, you don't need a riding lawnmower. A lot of people complain about a lot of things, man. A lot of people say that, uh, little Nas X putting blood in shoes and Satan is the end of society and... Uh, you know, girls calling themselves dudes, dudes calling themselves girls, you know, transgender bathrooms. They say all these things, you know, they, they complain about Mr. Potato Head and, and all the other controversial, silly topics we got going on. There's conspiracies and what have you. You know, they build these things up in their head, like Hillary Clinton eating kids in pizza parlors, like that QAnon documentary with the guy in the wheelchair. That's so fucking funny. Anyways... I believe all this started when the average American with less than an acre, we became soft with less than an acre of grass, decided, you know what I need? A riding lawnmower. Because if you're a man and you have a riding lawnmower, you got a mussy. And you might ask yourself, Ryan, what's a mussy? And some of you know what it is. And a mussy, okay? A mussy is a man pussy. You've heard of Merce? Man pussy. Somebody can't be a mussy, but they are a mussy. You know what I'm saying? So, (laughs) dude, you can't buy a riding lawnmower if you have less than an acre. I don't want to hear this bullshit about, dude, I could get done in 15 minutes, dude. Dude. I'll be done in in fourth in a fourth of the time. I will be in the house, not even out. What's wrong with being outside, huh? It's free exercise, right? You get to cut the grass. You get to go outside like a man and cut the grass. You know, your wife's pissing you off. You get to escape from your life, your hellhole life you've created with your two whiny little brat kids. You go out there. You just you listen to the lawnmower. You cut the grass. You put it in bags. Or you put it in those plastic containers if you're a pretentious asshole or you care about the environment, whatever. Are those paper bags biodegradable? I know they just collapse when it rains. But anyways, what I'm saying is maybe this is just my experience, but I feel like riding lawnmowers were the end of society. Nobody needs a riding lawnmower unless you work for a landscaping company doing large-scale jobs or you are a landscaping company that does residential i can see because you're trying to be super efficient and i can't hate on efficiency but i'm just saying lawnmowers are meant to be pushed a 
okay? My aunt used to have this lawnmower. It was like cast iron, and it would just spin. You know, I'm going to pull it up. Non-gas lawnmower. That's going to be electric. Non-gas lawnmower old. I'm going to put old. Yeah, there it is right there. Scott's manual lawnmower. I'm talking old, though, dude. I'm talking old. Ten vintage lawnmowers. Here we go. This is the hand, familyhandyman.com. You just have to see them. This one's old as shit. It has gas, though. I don't, want the, I don't want the gas. It was like a little turnstile. I don't want little ones with gas. There it is. The real deal. While push mowers offered, like this one offered yours as a chance to get some exercise, that started to change. Cecil Pond created the first ride-on lawnmower. What a fucking jackass. You know what I mean? You wouldn't, you, but like, okay. It had a grass catcher too, so it's like this one. Imagine using this walk-behind mower to mow an acre. No one's doing that. While these mowers are better for the environment, no gas fumes, they are best for small lawns. Dude, I used to do the backyard at her house. I used to do the backyard at her house. I can't exit this ad. I got an ad. I don't want to. I want to just look at your stupid photos. Like, dude, I'm telling you, I used to cut the backyard, and it would hurt. It would hurt. I, that's what I attribute to having, you know, kind of... I'm not going to say I'm not beefy here, but my triceps are a little stronger. I used to push the fuck out of that thing. That thing used to beat my ass. And I'm talking, dude, it was a 5 by 8 piece of grass that I was cutting. And I'm talking 5 feet. Actually, it's probably 5 yards by 8 yards. If we're talking lawns here, but I'm saying I would cut the grass, and dude, it was awesome. I'd leave the shavings, you know? I don't even know if you could adjust it, because it was just a blade on the ground, but it, dude, it did a good job, man. What's wrong with going out? It's not even like we have that technology anymore. We have a self-propelled. That's the big joke here, is I use a self-propelled. I got the little thing, and it's got a little, if you turn it tighter, you can make it the, go to the bunny side, and if you if you loosen it, it goes to the... Uh, turtle side, so, you know, it is what it is, man. Water's on the other side of the room. Came and take a sip of water halfway through this. We're going to push through it. You know, we go through adversity here on the End of the Woods podcast. How many minutes have I done? Fifteen and a half. We're ripping. Um, yeah, dude, don't buy a riding lawnmower. If you're even thinking about it, if you're even thinking about riding a lawnmower, if you're even thinking about getting a riding lawnmower, look down, stand up. And look down. And if you can't see your your pelvis, bro, don't get one. If you can't see your pelvis, you don't need a riding lawnmower. Case and point. If the last time you saw your D&Bs, which we know on this podcast is dick and balls, you don't need a riding lawnmower. And I stand by that. I, I have no qualms about that. Big word for you. It's a big word for you on this episode. It's a big word. <laughs> That's a big word for you. Uh, what do we got else, huh? What other notes do I have? Oh, yeah. That big fucking boat was stuck, dude. That ever, ever given boat. Which is so funny. They got a boat stuck. Make the canal wider, dude. Evergreens. Here we go. I'm going to usatoday.com. Using the internet again, dude. 
because I have nothing to talk about because nothing's happening in my life. Oh, I'm getting vaccinated on Wednesday. When you hear this, that'll be tomorrow, perhaps. Uh, so I'm getting vaccinated. I'm getting shot up. I'll let you know how it goes. I'm hoping that it goes well. Um, because, I mean, who doesn't want it to go well? And then I got my second shot scheduled. So I'm going to be vaccinated up, and people can cough on me again, dude. But what I don't want to happen is I don't want people to think it's a, it's a, it's a go for me. Like You can't just walk up to me and lick my face, all right? We'll have to get there. But you can come up and you can talk to me face-to-face again. We have to stay at a distance. Just forever. That's a new thing we should do. We should just always stay three to four feet away. All right. So how did Evergreen's ship get stuck in the Suez Canal and create the world's heaviest traffic jam? Suez Canal, most famous canal in the world, by the way. Tugboats, tides, and dredgers pull ship from Canal Bank. Traffic expected to resume soon. Could you imagine a boat just honking? The skyscraper-sized ship. Who built this ship so big? I know I've been on this podcast, How Do Boats Work? I said it last summer. I remember coming on here and people giving me shit like, dude, dude, Ryan doesn't even know how boats and planes do it. They just float. Okay. Can you explain to me how a 1,300 foot, 200, 220,000 ton ever given ship, it's a quarter mile long. How does it float? How much is two hundred? How much does two hundred and twenty thousand? Is that right? Two hundred twenty thousand tons weigh. Here we go. Do you mean how much? Yeah. Calculate me. Calculate convert to two hundred thousand pounds to ton. No, no, I want. Tons to pounds. Pounds. Tons. 400,000 pounds. Oh, dude. It's 440,000 pounds. 440 million pounds. Sorry. Whoa, Jesus. 440 million pounds. How's it stay afloat? And that's without all the ding, the ding, dinglings on it. You know, like the, the crates. All right, so you got a little interactive map here. Uh... Traffic jam of more than 360 ships causing billions in delays. It's been stuck for a week. They popped it out. Size comparison. How the ever given, how the ever given, can't talk, all good, got sticky lips, no big deal. Got an insecure story for you. How the ever given would compare to the National Mall. It just sits there. It would crush the U.S. Capitol, huh? How about that? Explain it. How did it get stuck? It said the wind got it stuck. I don't believe that for a second, by the way. Okay? Like, how how does that happen? Make it wider. You know? Make the canal... It's not like a burrito at Chipotle where, like... You know, where the shit falls out. Wait a minute. No, it's not like a Pringle can. That's what Bo Burnham says. It's not like a Pringle can, you know? Make the can wider so I can get my fat fucking hand in there. Not this... It's not a canal that can stop billions in trade. I'm just trying to eat some chips, okay? Can you get the canal wider? That should be their new job. 300 ships were on their way. They're already going to the African route. It says, goal to free the vessel was on March 27th. 
Well, that didn't work out. It froze today. I'm watching these ships. You can watch marine traffic? What fucking nerd is watching marine traffic? Like, who gives a shit? There it is, stuck. I could, I could probably do that. Um, look at it. Tugboats assist. How did it get stuck, dude? It said it got blown. I don't believe that. I think somebody fell asleep. Like, oh, shit. Oh, uh-oh. And you can't, you know, you can't, they're not nimble boats. We're talking about big boats. We're talking about big boats. Cargo ships queued in the Gulf are visible. It, it doesn't make sense. It's not real. I don't believe it. 2.5% of the world's oil, 10 to 12% commercial shipping, and they're losing 6 to $10 billion a day. A week, sorry. <sighs> got an insecure story about the sticky lips, so gotta, I got to hit you with the insecure story. You, you got to hear this. So Dana is my girlfriend, as you know, the lovely, sweet Dana who built the closet this weekend. Claps, slow claps. Okay. One time she said she kissed this guy right before we started dating. Hurts my feelings. Insecure, no big deal. She said he had sticky leaps, lips, leaps, whatever, lips. Made fun of him. You know, trying to make me feel better about myself. Said he had sticky lips. Doesn't make me feel better about myself. He still kissed you. What's up with that? Insecurity. That's what it is. That's what I have. I have insecurity. Uh, yeah, so that's that's my that's my week ahead. I got to get vaccinated. I'm trudging through school. I'm going to talk about David Dobrik, and then we're probably going to get out of here, huh? 22 minutes into the podcast, we'll get out of here. All right, so this David Dobrik thing is pretty intense, huh? I got to look it up. I don't want to get anything wrong. I think the guy, so David Dobrik, what's popping off with David, huh? PewDiePie predicts David Dobrik YouTube return while roasting his apology video. Shout out PewDiePie. So the Washington Post publishes, of course, last week after I post my goddamn podcast, the Washington Post was like, oh, we're going to drop a bomb. We'll just drop a bomb. Sorry about your podcast you just did and you had nothing to talk about. We'll just drop this bomb about David Dobrik, who, for my older audience, if I have any, you might not know. David Dobrik, a huge YouTube star. I mean, just huge, right? And he he's always... I knew something was up with David Dobrik because he's got 5 o'clock shadow, okay? And he's really trying to appeal to kids. And if you have 5 o'clock shadow, you're always up to some shit. You know what I mean? Nobody just has 5 o'clock shadow unironically. But anyways... Uh, he's got 18 million, uh, he's 24 years old, makes me insecure, existential crisis, he's got 19 million subscribers on YouTube, he's, he's earned the title Gen Z's Jimmy Fallon, and he's got 9.5 million dollar mansion. The videos, which tend to be 4 minutes and 20 seconds long, hilarious, so funny, usually feature the Vogue Squad, blah blah blah. During the pandemic, he pivoted to podcasting and launched a photo sharing app, which I think is uh, not going down so well. So let's see what is it, what happens, okay? So in, in a piece on Insider by Kat Tenbridge that detailed various accusations and exploitation against members of the vlog squad that allegedly took place during a video shoot, including an acquisition of, of rape against Dobrik's friends Dirte Dom, I believe his name is. Um, so this girl is in which former Vlog Squad member said he was sexually assaulted in one of Dobrik's vlog in the video where in 2017 where he said he thought he was kissing her and it was a guy. Ugh. Jason Nash, who's like 50. Ugh. 
I honestly didn't realize how much the situation affected me until the beginning of the last year. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. So then also, he mocks people. Uh, so yeah, so here's the thing. So he's getting now he's cut ties. So he posted a video, and apparently this girl, allegedly, just so we all know, apparently she's going to go by the name of Hannah, I believe. Uh, so, you know, he's getting these girls drunk. They're underage. They're under 20. Um, you know, he... He has... Dirty Dom guy. I'm really butchering this. I'm trying to read at the same time, and I can't do both at the same time because I'm kind of stupid. Uh, I've been really disappointed, he says. Blah, 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 blah. So he gets these... So this dirty Dom guy wants to bone chicks, right? He's one of David's friends. And here's the problem with these YouTube stars, especially young age, like Logan Paul in the past, Jake Paul, who whatever, um, uh, David Dobrik. You surround yourself and it almost gets out of control because nobody's going to tell you it's wrong, right? You're getting millions of views, millions of likes. You're you're just raking in cash and everything's going right. You're going to surround yourself with these people where, like, you can do no wrong with them. And so, you know, apparently he gets this, uh, he gets this girl and they get drunk and he gets people go buy them, uh, you know, alcohol, booze, and they come back and this girl feels really pressured and he's you know this dirty dom guy's asking him for a, asking her for a kiss so she kisses him and then the and then so they're having sex dirty dom's banging this chick raping allegedly and her friend is in the room sees her eyes are rolled back in her hand and the girl the friend finishes the guy off which is the craziest part of the story to me, and it's the biggest twist. I never thought it would happen. So she sees her friend getting assaulted, and she goes, I got to step in here, steps in and finishes this guy off, which is insanity to me. It's a What a good friend, you know what I mean? I also think that's kind of rapey, but it's all good, dude. And so all good, all good for that girl, good on her, even though it's not good. It's not good, but it's... It's okay. You know, I, I feel like I, I feel horrible about this stuff because I don't know. You know, and um, Doberg hanging out with a group of friends nicknamed Dirty Dom. In this video, Dom jokes that he has invited by a group of girls to have a fivesome. The girls are briefly introduced in the video while Dom's aims sexual jokes and commentary. Uh, and then so, you know, David Doberg's a bully, which makes a shit ton of sense. Uh, I gotta find the one. So, yeah. You know, he... He really want. He really... Here's my thing, too. This is the craziest part. David Dobrik and his friends probably could have just banged. Like, this is why it's creepy, right? Because they could have just banged any chicks over... Of, of age, willingly. You don't even have to get them drunk. You could just willingly bang of-age chicks. Like, I'm not trying to make a joke here. I'm, like, literally saying, these David Dobrik's one of the most famous people. Even in Los Angeles standards, like, I'm pretty sure he's up there, dude. 
20 million subscribers. He's one of the most famous. He's got all these brand deals. He's doing all this stuff. He's one of the most famous people ever in, in the YouTube and internet space. So to, for him to be like, dude, I mean, we have to get, like, you, you don't have to get, so the problem is these things good out of control and you could just bang any chicks. He probably was just banging any chicks unless he's just swing that way. Five o'clock shadow, though. You knew he was up to something. Um, yeah, I feel horrible for those people. I feel like this happens so often. Uh, you, like, why? Why would you even get involved in that? <sighs> but anyways, dude, I don't even know anymore. Just shitty. I read the story and it was fucking horrendous. Um, I feel shitty. I didn't try to make a joke, did I? I hope I didn't. Uh, that's the end of the podcast. Uh, enjoy your week. Enjoy your Easter. I don't know. I think this might be the last holiday. We don't get to gather family-wise, huh? Like, we're really... What's, what's the calendar say? I mean, open the fucking calendar app on this computer. It takes forever. So we got April Fool's Day, Medina and I's six-year anniversary. That's pretty cool. Um, Good Friday. It's on Friday. And then Easter. So I just wonder if this is the last one where we don't have to celebrate... You know, where there might be gatherings again after this. What's the next one coming up? Do we count Mother's Day and Father's Day? What about Independence Day? Are we counting? I like how it has all these dates in here. I like how it still says Columbus Day. Does it Does it say the other one? The Indigenous Peoples Day? I don't even know anymore. All right, guys. I'm going to get out of here. Uh, enjoy your week. Enjoy your Easter. If you believe in that. If not, go buy the Lil Nas X shoes and buy the... And listen to his satanic music. The music video kind of whack. Anyways, I gotta go, alright? Uh, follow me at all the links below. Subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends. Uh, see you next week. Follow me everywhere. Now I'm gonna get out of here. Alright, play me out. Peace. Oh, baseball starts this week too. Go try it. Shout out. Go try it. Peace. The finest burning ain't a putting out that light Yeah, desire turns to desire Turns into a quiet old man full of white hair Thought we had it all planned out in a hijack But even then, everything was a fight, yeah Peas and carrots, what we inherit I see the merit in the squeeze of parents No need to sugarcoat it I see the need for being married But who would condone it? When your dreams are being buried And it seems you've been disowned I say hold on to the little piece of you that's still upon you Look twice and where's it gone to? Think twice, but what are you gonna do? If this is the type of life you want to, just let it on you. I say, hey, my